Welcome to Zen Dan Stories. My name is Lou Pierce, and in today's story, I've got a very powerful message that may just change the way that you think, feel, and act towards your relationships with pretty much every person from this moment onwards. Now, this story takes me all the way back to when I got my license. Now, before you get your license, you have to get your learners. You have to pass the test. You have to do all the things that you need to do. And you also need to practice your driving skills until you pass the test in the practical. Now, the really cool thing is, is when I was actually doing my learner's license, I was working as a landscaper. Now, I lived in Harvey Bay and I probably worked about maybe 45 minutes away. So that gave me a plenty of time to practice driving. But I also got a couple of lessons just to be on the safe side with a actual you know, professional driving instructor. And it was really cool because when I would go out to work, I'd obviously drive, 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 drive. But I would drive and not have the greatest of habits. And when I finally got into her car, she said, hey, what we're going to do first off is we're going to stop before we start the engine, before we do anything. And what we're going to do is we're going to do a stock take. Now, a stock take is we go over everything in the car and make sure that we're aware of what is going on. So this lady said, Luke, what I want you to do now is I actually want you to get out of the car and I want you to check the exterior of the vehicle check the tires, make sure there's water in the, you know, windscreen wash, uh, washer bottles, all these sorts of things. Check the back lights are working, make sure the headlights are working, etc, etc. So I did that. She said, great, pass. That's the first thing that I want you to do. Anytime you are in a car, especially when you first start off, I want you to make sure that the external is just as good as the internal. She said, you could have the best car on the planet. You could have the best motor, the most powerful motor, most reliable motor and all those sorts of things. But she said, if those tires are bald, if those tires are exhausted, if those tires are old, then they, then they can be very, very dangerous. And I was like, you know what? I never even thought about that. I was only like 17. I didn't think about that sort of stuff. But I thought, you know what? Well played. That is a very valuable thing to think about. She said, great. Now that you've done the exterior, Let's jump into the interior. She said, jump on in to the driver's side. So I jumped on in and, you know, obviously I wanted to start the car. That was the first thing that I wanted to do. And obviously that's the first thing that most people do when you get into the car. She said, no, 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 no. Don't, don't go for the car as in turning it on. That's the last thing that we want to do. We want to check the mirrors. We want to check the everything. And I was like, oh my God, come on, lady, let's just go. I want to drive. She said, yes, Luke, but you're way too eager. She said, most people are way too eager and they don't have the patience to actually work out how their, their vehicle, how their car actually works. I said, well, that's pretty important. She said, you need to know these things because within the test, the, the person marking you on the test is going to do this. And if you do not do this, then you will not pass. I said, okay, cool. Fair enough. We did that. She said, great. Now put your seatbelt on, turn the car on, and now we sit. And I looked at her, I was like, lady... You're killing me. I just want to drive. We're in the middle of nowhere. No cars around for 100 miles probably. And all I was thinking is I just want to drive. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Because it was actually on my lunch break from work. I said, there's no one around here. We're out doing landscape in the middle of nowhere. I said, we're good to go. She's like, no, no, no. 
Now we turn the car on and we wait. I said, good, what are we waiting for? She said, well, first, you must know where you want to go. She said, don't you think that that would be a pretty powerful thing to understand? Can't just go driving around, you know, willy-nilly. We need to have a direction because if you don't have direction, then you may not know where it is that you want to go. I said, okay, cool. That's, that's fair enough. She said, what I want you to do is I want you to drive down the roads about 10 minutes there and back. I want you to drive down there, do everything it is that you would normally do, and then bring us back down to this point right here. I said, okay, cool, sweet. So off we went, started up the car, driving off. Everything was, you know, it was really good. Now, we got out of the estate that we're working in. We got onto the highway. The good thing about this highway was there's literally no one on the highway. So we're driving along and it was one of those old school cars where she had a steering wheel and pedals obviously just like i did and i thought this was pretty cool because you know growing up i was like man i did thought i thought these things were just on a movie she's like no 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 this is a driving school car this is how it works this is what it does and it's funny because when like i was braking too late or too early or whatever it might be she was trying to correct it with her foot pedals and she said luke like you know you've got to you got to think about this we're coming up to a hill here you can't just have your foot on the brake you've got to use a handbrake use a hill start all the things that you would expect a driving instructor to talk about now i can remember clearly doing many many lessons with this lady and the good thing was is every single time i went for a lesson i learned something different and then i would go home or even i would drive home and maybe i drove home with the boss or maybe you know mom came to pick me up or something like that and i would notice that they would be driving very very different and isn't it funny how you know when you get your learners you drive exactly how they want you to drive and then as soon as you got your license you've got the window down you got the radio blaring you know you're doing all the things that you do and i just thought this is very different than how everyone else drives and the next time, the next time that I went for a lesson, she picked me up and I said to her, I'm like, hey, I've noticed something pretty fascinating. I've noticed that when I drive with my boss, he drives in a certain way. And I noticed when I drive with my mom, she drives in a very, very different way. And it's bizarre because we drive the same way as in myself and the teacher. She said, yes, Luke, we need to drive the same way because if we don't, we could have like a serious crash because there is two steering wheels. There's two throttles. There's two brakes. There's two clutches. There's two handbrakes. There's two everything. And she said, if we don't drive in sync, then we can, we can actually cause some serious damage. She said, you imagine this. You know that highway that we we're driving along the other day? I'm like, yeah, of course. She's like, will you imagine this? We're driving along that highway and all of a sudden you're driving along you're not thinking about anything she said if i really wanted to i could grab the steering wheel and i could reef it to the left and send us into the bush she said now i know that's a little bit dramatic but i just want to make my point and i was like yeah man i never really thought about that she said what about when you are driving along on that highway if i really wanted to i could hit the brakes and you may go you may you may or may not go out of control because you weren't really ready for it. I was like, holy shit, I never really thought about that. And she's like, what about when we're driving along that highway and I, I could put it into neutral whenever it is that I wanted to and you would, you would not be in gear, you wouldn't be going anywhere. I was like, yeah, very, very true. She said, but do you want to know the scary thing? 
I was like, oh my God, this there's a scary thing? I'm like, what's the scary thing? She said, the scary thing is, is I've got a steering wheel just like you. And the steering wheel is what points the vehicle, points the car in the direction that we want to go. She said, now imagine this. We get in the car and we both agree that we want to go 30 minutes up the road, whatever it might be. I said, yeah, good. I'm with you. She said, now we're driving along. Everything's going really good. You're in control of the car. And I'm just sitting here as a passenger. But without you knowing it, I get the steering wheel and I slightly turn it to the left. All of a sudden, now what you have to do is you have to slowly turn to the right to correct it. And she said, you may not even know. This could all be happening unconsciously. And I was like, wow, this is blowing my mind. I'm like, it's pretty straight to the point, but still very powerful. She said, now, what happens if we are driving on a road trip and we've, we've got to drive hours and hours and hours and just that slight little turn to the left and your slight little right turn for correction, what would that do to the tires? What would that do to the vehicle? What would that do to the car? I was like, man, it wouldn't be very good. It'd like wear and tear on all the running gear. The tires would be, you know, getting more bald than what they need to be. She's like, exactly. It would cause stress and even chaos on the car, correct? He's like, yeah. She said, now imagine what people do within their relationships with other people. Imagine a husband or a wife, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever it is. Imagine that they're in the car and the car that they're driving is, is the life that they're living. And the destination that they want to go to is where they want their life to go. She said, think about this. She, she said to me, like, I think about some weird things and you're the only person I can really talk about this stuff to. So she's like, think about this. You're in the car and you look over to your loved one. You say, hey, where shall we go? And they say, let's go 30 minutes down the road to the beach. We'll have an ice cream. We'll have lunch. It'll be a great day. You get into the car. One person drives. The other person sits back in the passenger seat and they, you know, they're the DJ. They're the, uh, you know, they're the... Um, constructor of the conversation all these sorts of things so they're doing that they get to the beach and everything's all good to go it's like man that was really easy she said yes 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 but you missed a fundamental flaw i'm like what was the flaw she's like that's that's a relationship that works why because both of the people have communication they know where they want to go and then they do whatever it is they have to do to get there she said now let's go to plan b you're sitting in the car with your loved one They've got a destination and you've got a destination and it's both different. Now, as the one person, whoever's driving goes to that destination, because there's two steering wheels within this car, one of them could be steering towards the other destination. And what's that going to cause within the car? I'm like, man, people would be going crazy left, right and center. One person would be like, no, I want to go this way and I want to go that way. And then it'd be like a tug of war. She said, exactly. And that's what's happening within people's lives. People are in a relationship and they don't necessarily know where it is that they want to go. Or maybe they do know where they want to go, but they haven't communicated it to the other person. Because imagine if you were in that car and you said, hey, I want to go to the beach. And the other person was like, I hate the beach. I don't want to go to the beach. And then you got into the car and you started driving towards that beach. How happy do you think that other person would be? The answer is not very much at all. But yet this is happening in everyday life. 
especially with couples, especially with people in a relationship. They're not understanding each other's outcome. They, they haven't communicated where it is that they want to go. And then not only that, but they've got two people driving the one vehicle. Now, this is important. Why is it important? Because if you think about it like this, the vehicle is where it is or what it is that is getting them to go wherever they want to go. That's that's a given. That's pretty easy to, to understand. But you got to think about your life that you have with another person, you know, like a significant other is, you know, I'm going to assume it's going to be for life. It's going to be for a very long time. Could you imagine if you were locked up in a car with someone else for the whole entirety of your life you would go a little bit crazy so what would you do you would pull over and you'd be like hey this is a really great i don't want to go to the beach today i would like to go to the park but you're more than welcome to go to the beach why don't you have the car go to the beach i'll go to the park and read my book and do whatever it is and then you can come back and pick me up when the time is right it's like wow that would that would definitely benefit right what about if you had a road trip that you were going on, but yet the person that was going didn't really know where they were going? You're like, I thought we were going to bloody Townsville. I thought we were going to this destination. They're like, well, I thought we were, but I don't know how to get there. Once again, it's going to cause conflict and it's going to cause frustration. And then little things start to happen. You know, you're in the car, you're driving along with your loved one, and all of a sudden they're like, yeah, you never turn down that road. And they, they start to get bitter. Like, yeah, you never take me to the beach. You never take me to the park or whatever it might be. And all of a sudden, every day that you get into that car, it gets a little bit more stressful, a little bit more bitter, a little bit more frustration. And I mean, you can see this in everyday life. Literally just open up your door and you'll see it. Couples and people in relationships fighting and arguing and dealing with chaos, stress, pain, suffering, all the things because of the sheer fact that, number one, they probably don't know their destination. And if they do know their destination, have they told the other person in the car? Do they realize, do they realize that they're in the car with two steering wheels? Or does each individual say, no, this is my steering wheel. This is where we're going and you're fighting against each other because that's going to have a huge, huge role within the life that you're living. Do you guys have time apart from each other? Do you get to go to different destinations? Do you uh, understand the purpose or intention of the drive? Because sometimes you can go for a drive just to see the scenes, just to you know, have the, the wind flowing through your hair, so to speak. And then other times you want to get to a destination as quickly as possible. Like, hey, I don't want to detour. I just want to go straight there and straight back. But do you, like this blows my mind because this analogy I use with, you know, clients and people all the time, especially in relationships, I'm like, hey, you guys are in like a learner car. You've both got steering wheels. You've both got, you know, two sets of uh, brakes, two sets of accelerators, all these sorts of things. But if you're not working with each other, then by default, you're working against each other. And then when you work against each other in a learner car, learner driver's car, what happens is you get wear and tear on the vehicle. And before you know it, you have to, you know, so-called trade it in. You have to get, you know, repairs and all those sorts of things. So this is a very, very powerful story. I want you to think about like the relationship that you're in right now, whether it's your, your, your husband, 
your wife, your your girlfriend, boyfriend, whoever it is, whatever it is, however it is that you guys do it, and think about, man, are we on the same page? You might even go home and say, hey, look, I listened to this story today about this crazy dude talking about, you know, like uh, driving a car and all these sorts of things. I just want to make sure, are we on the same page? What destination do you want to go to? What's the best route do you think that we can take? Are we in the best vehicle that we have? Is the vehicle, when was the last time this thing was serviced? Is the tire, like, do we change the tires? And you understand that I'm not talking about tires and vehicles and all these sorts of things, right? You get that. But I think it's very, very powerful and profound to be able to take the vehicle off the road and give it a full repair. Give it a makeover, change the oil, do whatever it is that you have to do. But if you never actually take it to the mechanics or if you never actually take it off the road, how would you ever know what is so-called wrong with it? How would you ever know if there was any like oil leaks in it? Because these little oil leaks within cars turn into big, big problems over time. It might be one drip of oil every year. Now that's nothing. That's absolutely nothing. But guess what? Over 30 years, it's a lot. Over a lifetime, it's a lot. And I just think if you had the opportunity to go on the greatest road trip of your life, but you only ever had, you know, the so-called one vehicle to do it in, you'd probably look after that vehicle. You'd probably want to know how you know, how the lights work. You'd probably want to know, hey, does this thing have four-wheel drive? Like if we're going to go through the middle of Australia, if we're going to go through some pretty, you know, adventurous terrain, I want to know if I'm going to be able to get through it or not. All these things are very, very powerful. So that is the story from the Zen Den today. I hope you really enjoyed it. And who knows, maybe you will go home and you will give your car service. Maybe you'll go home and find out what it is and where it is that you want to go. Until next time, I'll talk to you very, very soon.